but yeah, no, 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 man. I uh, <laughs> I have traveled. I have traveled three times in six weeks. Yeah. With a five-year-old and a one-year-old. It's rough. And God, thank God for first class in business. Mm. Yo, I saw this woman yesterday sprinting through the airport with like a five-year-old running with her, and she was holding a one-year-old. Holding the one-year-old as tight as she could by her torso, and she kept saying, "Sorry, baby, sorry, baby," just sprinting as the one-year-old is just like slipping through her arms. Uh, I was hilarious. just like, "Damn, I feel bad for everyone in that situation." <laughs> no, man. How did How did Bella do on the plane? She's done really good, but she's just very curious. Okay. And uh, when yeah. she doesn't get her way, yeah. she has a sass to her right. that yeah. is resembling of her mom. Oh, <laughs> it's wild. It, but but you know what? What's wild is is like I couldn't imagine my lady going on a trip with both of our kids by herself. Mm. Yo, that's the thing that I think is crazy. You see that all the time. But I saw that <laughs> on all three trips. Yeah. Huh? yeah. On all three trips, I saw a woman, other people, yeah, with twins, right, with a stroller, with like a twin set stroller, mm-hmm. by herself. And then I saw another instance where we're sitting in, in business class and. We happen to go to the bathroom in the back end, and this woman's with her daughter, and then her husband is in first class. <laughs> Wait, and he and he went over there and like patted her on her back and said, "You're doing a great job," and just kept <laughs> it pushing. And went back I to said, first class and left it, her in the back. Yeah, <laughs> he checked on her one time what on our trip to Chicago. Fuck, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? That's yo. <laughs> that's crazy. a lot wilder because obviously when you see the one on three. You just assume there's some logistical issues that cause that. Yeah, and... Like somebody got to work or whatever. For sure. And when you see kids crying now on a plane, it gives me a whole new perspective. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, shout out to you. Right. I'm going to give you a happy Mother's Day two days in advance. (laughs) You did that by yourself. Yeah, especially uh, when you've got one and you're doing two or more. Exactly. Oh, yeah. When you're you're outnumbered. Yeah. Exactly. You're outnumbered and you're having to keep them all cool. That's tough, man. Yeah, Yeah, man. And if they're little, it's... Yeah. I'm glad my kids are finally now at the age where at least you can give them the tablet or whatever. They watch some movies or YouTube or something, and it's yeah, all good to go. And you know, sure. absolutely. Anyways, man, I want to give a huge shout out to everyone, man. Shout out to this beautiful AF community, man. First and foremost, and everyone else that has hit the like, that has hit the share, that has made comments that has told their friends, their side piece, their husband, their <laughs> wife, their mistress about the Two Truths podcast, man. We yeah. are back. The infamous trio is back in the building, man. Shout out to Donnell Jones, man. He's setting the tone <laughs> for, for you millennials. Y'all don't know nothing about it. We, we are headed into the summer, man. You want to know how to get a lady mm. or if you want to know how to get a man, the temperature set. The weather's set. You feel me? Put on that Now Donald play Jones. some Donnell. There you go. Roll the windows <laughs> down. Let the AC kick. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then if you see something that you like, say hi. But shout out. This is episode, God knows, whatever it is, 12. <laughs> I'm just going to say 12. I want to give a huge shout out to my guy, Miguel Rockwell, man. Yeah. yeah. I want to give a huge shout out to Phil 2.0. I'm giving... Um, Alter Egos All podcast Man All energy I've been gone For a few weeks I was sick I've been traveling But The king is back Yo 
I know y'all missed me, but I know that my guys held it down. Yeah. And shout out to all the ladies that held it down in the Two Truth podcast last week. Definitely. Yep. I love yep. it. Yep. I love seeing it. Shout out to uh, Mary. Shout out to Key. And shout out to Aisha, man. Y'all killed it. That was probably the most popular podcast to date. I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm going to shout y'all out. Um but yeah, man, how's everybody doing? Miguel, yeah. Phil, how y'all boys doing, man? Welcome back. It's been a minute since we all been here. Yeah, yeah absolutely, been, man. Yeah, it has. yeah. It's been, uh, I, I haven't even been here in the gym for a minute uh, since I last seen you guys. I had some surgery. So I've just been kind of recovering from that. Uh, Wedding yeah. anniversary. Wedding anniversary today. My wife uh, said, yeah, go ahead, do the podcast. It's all good. Shout out to we her. We went to dinner earlier. Had me a little, some beet margaritas at uh, Ciudad. Shout out to my guy, Marcus. Turned up. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm good, man. Shout out to Yanni, man. Yeah. How many years? Married? 13 years. And how many years you guys been together? Uh, We've been together 20 years. Dub. 2003. Dub it up, baby. 2003. They're coming out with a book next year, man. (laughs) If you want to know how to buy... Robel at (laughs) athleticform.us. All proceeds go to me, and we will let you know. How? All right? <laughs> You're going to just disperse that, right? Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. 60-40, baby. That sounds right. like some Suge some Knight setup. <laughs> right. <laughs> Phil, man, what's going on, baby? Oh, man. You know, uh, it's hot. Okay. Yeah, it's really hot. Went down, down to L.A. for the weekend uh, to get some sun, and then the sun came here. Yeah. Um, it was probably a little bit more chill in there weather-wise than it was up here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I was wearing pants and a sweatshirt every night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, you know, yeah. 80 during the day, but. What'd you guys g- do? You went to uh, Universal? I went to Universal Studios. Nice. Yeah. Uh, found every Fast and Furious site oh, yeah. imaginable uh, and the cars. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot A lot of my college friends live there, so hung out with them. Oh. Saw some people's kids. You know, it's that time of life. So, yeah, it was fun. Cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I'm glad. And you know, Phil doesn't ever take time for himself. So anytime he he does it, man, I I advocate, I champion that, man. And I love to see it for him because it looks great on him, man. So shout out to Phil. Yeah. The stories look lit. They were were lit. (laughs) The water world. The water world stories. The water world is crazy. That's what's up, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, shit, man. Let's go ahead and dive, man. Dive into these current events, man. Get it. Two words, Ja Morant, man. Talk to me. Are we back? Are we Are back? We, on back? <laughs> we already had this combo. Come on, man. Tupac. Tupac 2.0, man. What's up, Ja? What's going on? Ja Wick. Ja Wick, ja man. Wick. Crazy. What's going on with him, Phil? Come on. Tell the viewers what, what seems to be going on if they don't already know. Yeah, yeah if you don't already know, uh, what a couple months ago when we did our Ja check-ins, mm-hmm. uh, he had been caught on Instagram Live brandishing... A gun. Yep. And they suspended him for a couple games, went away, uh, said that he would work on it or whatever they do. Yeah. They did their PR magic. He apologized or something, right? Yeah. Or said and something then, that he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what was it, two days ago, mm-hmm. Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we all wake up on Mother's Day, <laughs> and he's done it again. Same thing. At least this time his homie tried to help him out. Yeah, man. I See... My reaction may be different from everyone else's, regardless of whether or not he's a repeat offender. I want to know. I want to know whether or not 
what he has done is actually against uh, like player or, or, or detrimental, right? Like uh, player, what is like it? contract player conduct, conduct yeah. detrimental, conduct to, the detrimental team. to the team, right? Yeah. And then secondly, like wherever city or state he was in, I need to know whether or not it's illegal to even carry. And if he has a if he has a a concealed weapons uh, permit, um, I feel like it's not that. I still don't think it's that big of a deal, right? Mm -hmm. And if Ja Ja was a a white guy in Memphis on a hunting trip, two months prior to that was at a strip club with a gun, he would he would have received the same sort of energy on that instant reaction. But if he's now holding a shotgun the second time around on IG live hunting, I think that the reaction is different. So I don't understand why everyone is in, in, in arms about Ja Morant brandishing a weapon on Instagram live. Um, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Now you guys might disagree with that. I don't think it's that serious. I also, think that the Memphis Grizzlies organization agrees with me because the way in which they <laughs> decided to suspend Ja right. was pretty he light. wasn't going to be there anyway. Pretty light. Like, yeah, yeah, no no Supermax player ever is a part of any sort of activities in, um, summer. in the summertime. So to right. suspend him indefinitely right. from all team activities and whatnot during the summertime. It's a bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. And... It's. I think Memphis and their front office organization is on the same same wavelength of the, as I am in terms of my reaction. They're just trying to save face. Yeah, rightfully well, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 smart. They can recheck the pulse. Right. Everything everyone gets outraged about these days, they forget about within a month, so they can recheck the pulse in August and be like, "So we let them start in October, right?" And be like, "Yeah, yeah." And can, I think that it's play like that. It's more. It's not really necessarily that what he did this time was that big of a deal, uh, because obviously, yeah, if he has a permit or whatever, then it's like, so he had his gun and he was somewhere. Like it's not like he was pointing it at somebody or doing anything like that. But I think right. it's more just about like, yo, we just went over this, bro. You were kind of doing some shit that was a little bit sketch, and like, w if you're gonna continue to do this after you already said like I'm gonna try to be cool about this, right. then like, you know, what is this potentially gonna lead to? next time or the t time after that and i think that's the part that everybody's kind of like yo like yeah you know you might be fucking up here soon on doing something that you can't just get a quick suspension not from. as long as that nigga jumps 50 <laughs> inches <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> right. i promise that's you what that. you said last time right hey, like i'm he's, telling you he'll as be long right. as that boy can jump yeah. and run like the deer yes. as them white folks would like to say you might be right he'll be all right yeah. like kendrick lamar but i will say this man i think that um I think oftentimes as consumers, right, we have this um, we have this expectation of our athletes, or we have expectations of right. our our professionals that are in the sports and entertainment field, right, to be role outstanding models. citizens and right. role models and yeah. whatnot. But Charles Barkley said it in the early nineties, sure. and he's like, "Listen, man, I'm a basketball player. I'm yeah. not your child's role model." Right. And it was such a taboo thing to say, but I think that like. It'd be a good opportunity for parents to be like, hey, if you want to be like Ja Morant, the only thing that I would encourage you to be like is him on a hardwood basketball player. Right. Don't try to aspire to be him off the basketball court. And that's okay. But like I think oftentimes parents have this this thing where they they almost kind of like push the 
that that light off of themselves and project it on an athlete or a person because or a person that's in the sports and the entertainment field and they allow them to be the cat the lead catalyst to their kids aspirations and goals and dreams and don't ever tell them that hey the reality is this kid is actually a really good basketball player or a really great actor or an actress but they most likely aren't that great of people when it comes to yeah. how they treat others right I th I just to play devil's advocate a little bit on that one i think that like you know i totally agree with what you just said um i think that sometimes for kids and right like you just said the, if the parents aren't telling them every time the yeah. kids don't can't always distinguish you know when they look up to this player and they're like this is my favorite player mm -hmm. kids don't always you know have the wherewithal to be able to say like well i only want to be like him on the basketball court sure. instead of oh i just want to be like him and do everything that he does and right. if he's flashing his gun it must be dope so i'm just right. going to do it too right, right. so yeah so again it brings the parents back into play it's like <laughs> you need to make sure you know who your kids are looking up to and yeah and but all i think that, that kind of I, but i also think that the <laughs> sports and entertainment as a business needs to do a better job of like putting that sort of pressure on sports and entertainers but sp sports and because entertainment. The, it's 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 a terrible business model because this business model is so inconsistent if you're in hip-hop they want what john morant just did on S sunday morning right but if you're a professional basketball player they don't want that so it's like you know if, if john morant is is straddling this thing where he might want to aspire to be a hip-hop artist the record label which he signed to might actually advocate and encourage him to do this buffoon, uh, buffoon, uh, what's buffoonery. buffoonery, buffoonery, yeah. But as a professional entity like the National Basketball Association, they're just like we actually want no parts of that because we are more interested in selling your uniform and selling your picture on a ticket to our season ticket holders, right? So what right. do you think? What are you saying is the is it that they need to do more of? They just need to they need to be able to just if you're going to wrap your whole entire business model around an athlete mm. you need to understand that sometimes it might work and other times it may not work and even if he brandishes a gun on ig mm -hmm. it still may work right oh well I, I mean it's working right but part of it working is like all right when they push this way just push a little that way and that's how we keep the train on the tracks sure so yeah i mean it's working you just don't want to Nothing bad has happened to him yet right. from the yeah. NBA. Like, right. the NBA hasn't done anything bad to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just like, like, if I come in one day and I do some shit that's not illegal, and you're just like, man, Phil, just, Doug, like, go home for the day. <laughs> like, that's just a normal thing businesses will do if one of the employees comes in just acting out of pocket, and they get to decide what's out of pocket because they're the business. Right. And, like, yeah, you're right. It's not illegal, but that's why you ain't heard anything about the police. Remember the last time? Yeah. Police got involved when they thought he might have brought it on a plane. They're like, you know what? There's nothing here, right? There's so it's, it, this this isn't an illegal matter. This isn't an, even an NBA matter. It's just a Memphis Grizzlies matter. Right. And they got to save face. That's part of their part of their job. At PR. And and if you and if you're real serious about it, it, Memphis, this is a public service announcement to the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> front office organization. If you're really serious about it and you really have a problem with it, renege on that max deal that you that that quote-unquote max deal where he lost about 40 million dollars on his, his super max deal because of because he didn't make a now see that is what's kind of what crazy wait i didn't hear about that i what, think that what incident do? did kind of affect that uh, it definitely it did because the nba blackballed john morant on he, their decision regarding 
whether or not he was a first, second, or third. T- that's like, but that's bro. not the NBA. That's the writers. Yeah, the, but the writers are biased. Hundred percent, and that's why some of the writers. It, if you look at his stats, it's like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? And that's why some of the writers don't want to be involved in that. So the way the sports writers, yeah. So the way the NBA uh, contract and, analy- and analysts, but go ahead. Yeah, the way the contracts work is there's a max contract, and let's call the max contract two hundred mil for right. five years. But then there's a super max, which let's call it 270 for five years. Mm-hmm. And to be eligible for this super max, you have to make first, second, or third team right. all NBA. Yep. And that is voted on by writers. Oh, yeah. So okay. there have been times when like one writer has kept a player from making that 70 extra money, million gotcha. extra dollars. Mm-hmm. And there have been writers who are like, yo, I don't want this power either. Like, right. why should I get to, get to and decide? Of course, yeah. the players are all like, why does that <laughs> right. dude who's never played basketball get right. to decide? Right, right, right. And in this case, I do think that incident with Ja affected his contract. Affected it because there's there's no way Ja Morant this season, I don't think, wasn't a top 15 NBA player. For sure. Um, yeah. Well, but, you know, anyways, man, I think that, like, I hope that if, if Ja wants to make a change, didn't didn't make a change, but like I want society to understand like prior ti- prior and this is a, again this is another public service announcement, <laughs> right? I do this a lot, but <laughs> for everyone that has an issue with Ja, right? I want you guys to kind of scale back that, and I want you to refocus that energy and time towards things that actually matter, like Donald Trump being on CNN, right? Mm-hmm. Like for him to be on a town hall meeting and to be and to end up coming up like being victorious in on 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 a on a opposing person's television like it's crazy network yeah network and like for the 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 people in the back the people that were there in the town hall that laughed at like him making his remarks regarding you know the rape allegations Mm -hmm. yeah but still that is a problem for sure right um this shit john morant is doing He's 22, 23 years old. He's got a shit ton of money. He's popping. He's in an industry where rarely he's ever told no. And he's going to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And the other thing is, like, America, you need to understand, whether you like it, whether you embrace us, whether you fucking understand it or not, that is black culture. And And whether it's right, whether it's wrong, that's not for you to decide. That is our culture, and we're going to deal with that within our culture, and we will make the decisions on regards to how we want to move accordingly moving forward regarding John Morant. But we're not about to allow fucking members of the press to dictate how we go about scolding or fucking penalizing somebody like a John Morant. So to you, go focus on some other things. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about you. But what I'm going to say is we will deal with that matter in-house and in-house only. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add to that. I mean, we could st- we could go on uh, <laughs> on this conversation for a long time probably, but no, I think, it's, a, I think it's good. It's we'll we'll check back in with John in a couple <laughs> weeks probably. Yo, I thought we were done checking in with John, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. we'll, we'll check back in with John. <laughs> yeah, man. I guess, man, just moving, moving on. Um, I know that another thing that we had on our uh, our whiteboard uh, in terms of a hot topic this this evening was uh, Beyonce, man, yeah. and, and some of the recent news regarding um, 
her tour. Right. And the fandom associ- uh, wrapped around that whole tour. And all of the uh, sh- kind of like new information we're learning about it, man. I think that like what I heard on numerous uh, uh, news outlets were mm-hmm. her tour was projected to be uh, to sell uh, an all-time high, uh, roughly about two billion dollars in sales uh, for her uh, her tour, and that would be the highest of all time. That's crazy. That's actually honestly surprising to me because I thought that like uh, you know someone like Taylor Swift or something like that would already be. It, the only reason it's not surprising to me level. is because. It feels like the last 12 months have been the highest ticket prices yeah. have ever been. And right. they didn't go up like 10%. No. All of a sudden, Taylor Swift's right went on tour, and all of a sudden, prices were just like 10x. Right. So obviously, if Taylor Swift goes on and they just 10x like that. And then they're like, okay, that's what we're doing. And then when I see Drake come through, right, right, who right. I don't think is on their level no. as far as selling, <laughs> when I see him come through and his tickets are up, I'm like, well, well then Beyonce just going to break the whole internet. Right, right. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Then. Shout out to B, man. Yeah, that's Shout crazy. out to B, man. I, I think uh, the question that I have for you two is, does Beyonce still have it, though? Does she still have all of the things that require, um, when we go through the whole checklist of an artist and a performer, and um, someone that is at, you know, still like, she obviously does when you ref- when you look at direct ticket sales. But like, yeah. from a performance standpoint, does she still have all the intangibles that are required for a consumer to be like, God damn it, I am so glad I came to this concert. Yeah. I I would say that like, I don't know. Ha- have we seen anything to sh- to show that she wouldn't have it? Because that's, I mean. Every time I yeah, see something no. of her, she's killing it. So, yeah. is there anything that has happened that would make anyone say that she doesn't no, have it anymore? No, 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 I'm, I'm just, sure. just, I'm just curious. It's been, it's been five years, but that's it. That was when her last tour was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Better yet, yeah. my question for you guys: I'm going to pander for a second. Okay. Cause everybody, because <laughs> everybody, you know, seems to think that I am. Uh, anyways, I'll, I'll leave that to the critics in the comments. <laughs> um, but hey, do you guys feel like Beyonce's success is directly correlated to everything that Mr. Sean, Car- Sean Carter has done up to this point in his business and his success in all of his endeavors? I do not. No, I think they... I they, think they are trying not to get canceled. No, I definitely don't no. think that. At no, all. at best they have a symbiotic relationship. I was recording sure. before best. we hit record on the podcast, and I have the actual files. But go ahead, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. at best they have a symbiotic relationship. It's sure. also so hard to compare their side-by-sides because her success, her success is so much earlier, right? So her like track record is always above his for her age yeah right like he's all she's always doing better for 35 than he was doing for 35 mm-hmm. so on and so forth uh i do think she has helped maybe broaden like i think she's helped make him more mainstream get the fuck out of here you don't think so get the entire fuck out of you there. you don't think beyonce helped take jay-z i don't think you understand what it is to be a success successful crack dealer <laughs> And not get arrested. No, you're right. I, and I not go to no, jail and I, not die. I have no idea. So you could imagine him being able to step into a, a a business or businesses where 
all of it is free enterprise and it's legal and he doesn't have to look over his shoulder and worry about going to jail. He is he is set up to be successful. And yeah, sure, being married to the most successful artist and 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 whatnot may help or may not help. I don't know. But I think that Jay was destined to be who he is right now, regardless of whether or not he was going to be married to Beyonce Knowles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Business wise, you know, I think Yeah, yes. I'm not saying there's anything different about what he has inside him, but I think she still made him. I got ninety nine problems, but uh <laughs> I think the fact that their relationship, because people love celebrity relationships already, so the fact that they were together only helped grow both of their celebrity even more nah, by being together. No, nah, I, I think, think so, for I sure. think what helped grow Jay Z's um, success was what Beyonce's sister did in the Elevator. Nah, because the only thing that came after that was four four four. Don't nobody care about four 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 except old black men. Yo, <laughs> listeners, I'm kidding. All right, everything that I said for the past two and a half three minutes was all bullshit. All right, no, nah, but sorry. the elevator the elevator trilogy goes hard. It goes hard. The that's a solid. Trilogy. That's a solid three albums. Shout out to her. What was her name again? Dang, Solange. That's Solange. Crazy. Shout out to Solange. Are you talking about Rachel Roy? That's Rahel's Nipsey Hussle. I don't song. know. I don't that's know. I don't. Disrespectful. Is it? Solange? I thought it was, what's her name? I told her. Stacey Ellis Ross. Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross? Tracy Ross? Look. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, you have to ask Rahel. I feel like Solange is her Nipsey. Okay. Okay, I'll, I will ask her after the podcast. <laughs> That's a hilarious comparison, yeah. too. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, I feel it. I'm just, I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, I feel like they, they, as far as equal partnerships go, they've been like, an equal partnership. For sure. Because there's like, there's this swag that I feel like Beyonce has always had, mm. but I think he made it more comfortable and brought that out. I don't think she, I don't think he gave it to her, but like, we didn't see Beyonce the rapper till Jay-Z. And according to Slim Thug, it's always been there because she's from Houston. <laughs> but we never saw it, right? Yeah. And sure. I mean, I'm not going to say Jay-Z wasn't going into stadiums without Beyonce, but without Beyonce, he had to do it with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, the stats don't lie, man. I think that aside from all of his business endeavors and whatnot, everything, all of his success associated with music once he got with Beyonce and that was made public, you can tell that he benefited tremendously um, by being with Beyonce. I think that um, the beauty in all of that is they've been able to maintain their marriage, which is always great. For sure. Um, and I think that they, you know, just like, their their businesses they run their marriage like a successful partnership where it ebbs and flows where she might be doing something at one point or another and jay-z's playing more of like a long game call a long long game kind of like mm -hmm. uh player or whatnot so i think what they have is is unique it's a unicorn and it's beautiful and it's just black excellence and i fuck with that you know one thousand percent yeah um so i sh so shout out to them man and um shout out to b and I personally think she still she still got it even after all sure. the kids. Um, she's still amazing. She still looks great, and uh, and she can still dance her ass off too. Yeah, she can dance. Yeah, I've been yeah. staying away from the videos on Twitter in case somebody gives me some tickets. <laughs> I don't want it to be spoiled. Mm -hmm. Here's a here's a question: How do we feel about Beyonce's speaking voice? <laughs> I think it, it to me it always <laughs> sounds like she's. Sorry, don't come for me, Beehive. I'm just, I'm just curious. It does, it does sound kind of crazy, like where she's like, 
it's just a lot, right? Yeah. Says, oh my god, like <laughs> I can't believe it. Like she sounded like a woman from Houston. I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? You're Beyonce. Stop, <laughs> stop playing. You knew you was about to win this award. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, man, I think that it is time <laughs> um to um give a huge shout out to all of the mothers. Mm. Mother's Day, man. Shout out to all the moms. Um, shout out to all the women women that have had kids, have kids, that have held it down. Um, it's unfortunate that it is simplified to a day. It should be a week. It should be a month-long celebration. It should be a year-long uh, celebration, man. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Justine for our two beautiful kids. Shout out to... Um, just all the women, man, that have kids that are raising them right, that are showing yeah. them the ropes. Shout out to Yanni. Shout out to your mom. Shout out to Bree's mom. Shout out to every out mom, to mom out there, man. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm going to stop. But it is an important day for me, man, because um, I just had a child a year and some change ago, man. Right. And um, it changed my life forever. And so showing that uh appreciation and gratitude uh is very important and near and dear to me man so um shout out to y'all man i'll give you guys the floor to kind of touch on that as well man yeah mother's day is uh it's uh it's great it's a it's an important one i think culturally it's kind of interesting i feel like generally we have he's a gender bias canceled. he's about to get canceled no nah, generally <laughs> we have a gender bias towards men in a lot of things, right? Mm. And Mother's Day is the one time where we're like, "Yeah, no, we gonna take, we gonna make sure we celebrate this one because don't nobody give a fuck about Father's Day." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Mother's Day is a real day. We really doing stuff. Father's Day is what are you doing? Oh, oh, tie, tie. He needs a seventeenth tie. <laughs> like, and I think there's a reason we do that because we all respect moms a lot. We all respect the job they've done. We all respect yeah. everything we saw them do for. 365 days a year. But how many women do you know get up first thing in the morning and just are able to just go to work and not have to worry about the kids and packing lunches and all that other stuff? Men, including myself, all I have to worry about first thing in the morning is myself because I know that my partner, right, is going to get up shortly after me and she's going to brush the kids teeth she's gonna bathe them she's gonna clothe them she's gonna take them to their nanny and their school and then she's gonna start her work day right mm -hmm. and that oftentimes is the reality for a lot of women uh, in sure. america and abroad so i don't mind as a father if i just last minute get an audible and they're like oh we got you a tie and we made you brunch right because it's like as a provider, yeah, I, I understand the, 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 the expectation and responsibility that falls on my lap, but it is a lot easier than what I have witnessed for the last year and a half. And plus, seeing uh, firsthand what women like Jay have done and what my mom has sacrificed and, you know, my grandmother yeah. and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that would be my uh, my response to Phil, man. I would encourage everybody to um, 
um, send comments and barrage him um, once this podcast drops and figure out a way to cancel Phil because he is anti-women and anti-moms. <laughs> what? And, um, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to cancel Phil for saying Mother's Day is more important than Father's Day. Right. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I mean... I mean, yeah, obviously, we, moms we, are not appreciated enough. Of, of course, they do way more when it comes to that shit. For sure. That's yeah. without question. No, absolutely. I don't yeah, even think giving, that's I'm like debatable, right? Yeah, of course. No, I think that's like this one thing that we've collectively all decided to agree on. Yeah. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. you know um, what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So we've just, yeah. And then, you know, shout out to my mom. For sure. Yeah, shout <laughs> out know? to her, man. Shout out to them all. Yeah. If you've met my mom, you know where I got at least 50% of <laughs> all of this. All this. <laughs> <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, man, I'm just talking shit, man. Um, you guys do anything for Mother's Day? Man, I was I was on a plane, man, on my way back from a, a college graduation in Chicago. So um, with your mom? I mean, she was there. She was there. Um, so you were with all the moms. Was all with all the moms, and on Mother's Day was the, it was um, Christian, Bella, and Justine, um, and we spent majority of the day on a plane coming back home to Seattle. So okay. um, I have some some more plans uh, in uh, in place to kind of like extend the celebration to her and to my mom. And, yeah. and uh, so, yeah, I plan on doing that. What about you so, guys? What did you guys do for Mother's Day? Um, so my, my wife's parents, actually, we celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary on Saturday night. Oh, that's uh, what's So up. we had like a big-ass party for them, and mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty pretty popping and it was you know like 100 people there it was, it was a big deal Dope. uh and then man the next day just like you were just talking about you know my mother-in-law has everyone in the family come over to her house and they do it up for the mother's day at the crib yeah. so yeah. yeah so we chilled and it was good it was That's dope. what's up man what about what you Bill? uh yeah let's see last uh we took my mom and my mother-in-law we took them out to dinner um, you know, I think we got something my mother-in-law had said after we were getting married was that it was really fun to have all the families together and in-laws hanging out isn't necessarily something that happens all the time, especially for people who don't have kids and don't have a sure. one-year-old birthday or grandchildren to get around for. Sure. So uh, we took them out together um, so we could just hang out with them, not share with the siblings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was fun. Yeah, you know, a four-person dinner just is a little bit more fun sometimes than eight or ten people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Shout out, man. That's I went to brunch up. with my mom too. That's what's on up. Sunday morning. So that's that's I didn't up. mean to forget about that part. Nah. That was pretty important. That too. sounds like a very busy. You had a <laughs> it busy was crazy. seventy-two it hours. Was crazy. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And then today's anniversary, anniversary. Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Brunch for Mother's Day. For sure. Anniversary for yourself, yeah, but you, but but the one thing that is is definitely evident in in your uh, your household and the the elders in your uh, in your your family is that they have set a great example, and it's uh, for sure, um, and that's exciting to see, man, because you guys have been together for twenty years. It sounds like yeah, her parents have been together for you said what now fifty years, fifty years, Ooh. yeah, yeah, man, so. yeah. And my parents in two so years they're gonna hit their fiftieth too, so we both yeah, that's we both come from. From two parent households, it's yeah, not man. it's not very common these days. Yeah, man. So shout out to them, man. Shout out to all the moms once again, man. Yep. Um, yep. Happy yep. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's man. Day. And, uh, 
Yeah, man. So shout out to all you beautiful women out there, man, and your kids, man. So thank you for everything that you do. Outside of that, man, in closing, man, I want to give a huge shout out to all of our um, um, supporters, man. Everybody that has shared, uh, clicked the like button, has commented, has um, has done anything to ke- kind of like help enhance this Two Truth podcast, man. We appreciate y'all. Um, shout out to everybody in the background, man. Brianna, man, we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, you you have done an incredible job. You have been an incredible producer, director, content creator. Um, you know everything that you can kind of like think about from the digital space. You have executed on ten. So shout out to you. Thank you for all that you do. Um, and we will continue to provide the content, man. And sometimes, um, I you know personally, I want all of our listeners, especially the women, to know that. Um, I don't want you guys to think that who I am on camera is the person that I am off camera. Sometimes, um, you know, to, to run a successful podcast, we have to play the devil's advocate. And I may not necessarily agree with the view, but I'm going to try to convince you guys um, that this is my stance and whatnot. Because um, I did get a little bit of kickback um, on the uh, uh, previous podcasts uh, regarding um gym etiquette in a shared space with men and women so um shout out to all of our supporters once again man shout out to phil shout out to miguel uh, shout out to Bree, and shout out to everyone else that has been a huge contributor supporter uh, we love you we thank you this will conclude our 12th episode <laughs> i'm just making up a number <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, man, that that is that, man. Thank you. Peace and love. Shout out to you guys again. Shout out to you. Shout out to them. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to everyone else. <laughs> it's crazy in the background, man. Everybody's just doing their thing, man. So peace and love. Yeah.